0: together. Today is a very special episode on The Pamela Show because it is part two, a continuation with Les Brown. He continues in this interview sharing insight from his personal life and giving all kinds of solid empowerment and things that you can uh, take with you that will inspire you and, and keep a smile on your face. So are you ready for more from Les Brown? I am, I am so excited to introduce to you again my mentor, the legendary Les Brown.
1: There's something in you that says, I can do more. Before the world
2: ever knew or started using the word influencer, This man was influencing the world.
1: You have something special. You have greatness within you.
2: The godfather of greatness himself, Mr. Les Brown.
1: If you want to do anything worthwhile in life, you've got to be hungry.
2: Imagine being able to work with him on a weekly basis in live workshops. There are people that have already taken advantage of this opportunity, and he is creating amazing speakers around the world.
1: Every day that we wake up and we overcome the trials and tribulations that come our way make us more than conquerors.
2: You gotta look your haters
1: in the eye. You gotta look your situation in the eye. They're living a legendary life because they're committed to be a legend.
0: I chose to tune out the noise of the problem that I was facing and tune in to the possibility that those voices were giving me.
3: Their stories are changing lives, not only for their families, their friends, but in their community and ultimately in the world.
0: Write a new story, one of victory, resilience and accountability.
3: So no matter where you are right now in your life, I wanna encourage you to pull those dreams off the shelf, dust them off, get
0: a plan of action together and execute on that plan like your life depends on it.
2: You can become a part of this Power Voice Summit community and be a part of the Power Voice system by just going to powervoicetraining.com. There are people that have already taken advantage of this opportunity. Get started today.
0: And, you know, as you're sharing all of this, I'm, I'm just so stirred inside because uh, Mr. Brown, you have always been such a motivator and a light to so many. and it's such a joy to hear you share your family story and and hear your platform that you built. You've built it. you've created it. Of course you were led. Of course, uh, God was guiding you all the way, but you were obedient to it. And now to the place where you are at in your life and you're able to share this story in this season of your life right now um, coming full circle back with Dorothy Bell as well as Mamie Brown and share all of this and it's going to it's going out all over 10 years ago it wouldn't it still would have been amazing but you wouldn't have had all of this it's like it was the time right now for such a time as this right I, it's just yeah. it's so it's so amazing and because you Will continue to point back to you know where it came from right and yes you will continue to give that glory where it's due and it's a beautiful it's it's so touching and um i know that you this part of what you're talking to people about and you're sharing and being so transparent about your life which you always do, but you're just being so transparent about this. You could keep it quiet and not want to tell anybody about it. Like I want to get into it a little bit before I share it, because some people would take it that way. You're just an open book. And because of that, I mean, you know the world is watching. And I'm thinking about all of the adoptees out there that are watching and that are wondering, and you're giving hope to them. You're giving hope to them and thank you for doing that it's it's no small thing that you're sharing this part of your life with all of us
1: thank you i want to add something here i was at cancer centers of america Mm. two weeks ago and i believe first of all that my adopted mother is baking sweet potato pies in heaven for jesus and for for dorothy bell my birth mother yeah. And so I think they argue about what what you gonna do for it? Say, well, <laughs> I tell you, baby, you you take the cancer. So two weeks ago people at Cancer Centers of America said, Whoa, is this is different. And I said, What is it, sir? Your PSA which stands for prostate specific antigen has been two thousand four hundred and cancer metastasized to seven areas of the body. Now is 0.0 minus one. You have been dealing with fourth stage cancer, but you will not die from cancer. So I think Mamie Brown did that. Now, here I am and I've found them. And that's Dorothy Bell. Thing. now we got to let him know where he got his voice from mm-hmm. you molded him you shaped him but now he's gonna find out that i can speak too he came from speaking mm-hmm. and his daddy he was a good speaker he had a lot of game he got me
0: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> right
1: <laughs> he was a smooth talker <laughs> So. I just said, this thing called life. You can't make this up. And no. so I wake up, I, people ask me, how you doing? I said, it's the best day of my life. They said, how could you say that? You, you've been identified with fourth stage cancer and you've been dealing with it for 29 years. I feel so sorry for you. I said, don't feel sorry for me. Feel sorry for the cancer. I'm cancer up so badly that the cancer rate in my neighborhood dropped by ninety seven percent. I'm doing good. Jesus got my back.
0: <laughs> what a testimony! What a testimony! And you have always said that you were not—you uh, weren't giving up. You were that you were beating up cancer. All these things that you've said. This isn't something new. I've heard you say it over and over and over and over again, and that goes into changing the narrative in here, right? Like, yes. you have to choose which... You what
1: have you're to call for. for those things that be not as though they were. You have to be convicted in your spirit. i never forget when Dr. <laughs> Dr. Goldson, I was very blessed to have him as, as my oncologist. He said, Mr. Brown, you have cancer. I said, I do? Yeah. And it's metastasized to seven areas of your body. Mm -hmm. I said, is there anything else? Yes. And it's in your spine, too. I said, is there anything else? He said, yes. I said, what is it? He said, and you're ugly, too. (laughs) I said, you didn't call me ugly, did you? He said, yes. You're ugly. Yes, yes. He said, but you got this. He said... I never tell my patients they're terminally ill. What I say is that my knowledge, my abilities, and my skills have terminated. I determine the diagnosis, God determines the prognosis. You and God got to work this thing out. Mm -hmm. And I left there, most people in a fearful situation, they forget everything and run. But I left there not with a heart full of fear, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and of love and of sound mind. I left there with a heart full of faith and faith, not tested, can't be trusted. And I knew we got this. My affirmation that I, I have on my mirror, Lord, whatever I face today, together, you and I can handle it. Can you feel the brother up in here?
0: I do. I do. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I feel like I have a little bit of an echo happening there. It's gone. Um, You have greatness in you, and you say that all the time. Yes. I have a question for you, Mr. Brown. You have empowered so many people to recognize that there's greatness in them. When did Mr. Les Brown realize that there was greatness in him?
1: I'm still discovering that. I have, I feel when I look at my life, you know, the the play Lion King? Yeah. And, 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 and. Mustafa said, Simba, you're more than that which you have become. Mm -hmm. And I believe, like you, I'm more than that which I've become. I believe when the Jewish carpenter said, when he was complimented for the miracles he performed, these things ye shall do, and greater things shall ye do. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And I believe that we were chosen out of 400 million sperm. That there's something we came here with that's in us. Mm. And that what governs my life, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And when they demanded of him, when shall the kingdom of God come? And he said, the kingdom of God cometh not by observation. They shall say is neither low there, low here. Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. And here's what I strongly believe. The kingdom is voice activated.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: That when people see your show, When they hear your voice, when they hear me speak Mm -hmm. and other people speaking, people that are watching, we activate gifts, dreams, Mm. abilities, talents that they have in them, lying dormant that come forth like Lazarus. Yes. Nothing happens until it's spoken. In the beginning was the word. Our, our parents, as you said, they give us our looks, our, our our bodies, but God give us our voice. Yeah. And that's our superpower. And and so I I have the can helps it. <laughs> I got to use this voice because this is what he gave me. And I'm ugly, so I don't have any choices. I gotta do this. <laughs> So so it's it's I, I know the journey that got me here is longer than the journey that I have left. And my goal is to live full and to die empty. Yes. To to not leave anything on the table. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a, a, a religious person, religious people afraid of going to hell. Mm-hmm. Spiritual people have been there and, and hell to me is what you experience when you die and you meet the person that you were supposed to become. Wow. Yes. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You meet the person that you're supposed to become. You see the work that you were supposed to do. Saying, we came to you and only you could have given us life and now look at us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I think that there's something on all of us. Let's say, speak, Lord, thy servant heareth thee. And I have been obedient. I listened. I followed. I didn't know how I was going to do the things that I set out to do. But I remember a reporter asked, Mamie Brown, how did you know you can raise seven children by yourself? You never had children. And she said, I just felt that the Lord will make a way somehow. And I I say to people, if there's something in your heart that you want to do, live a heart-centered life. Don't listen to your mind. Your mind has been trained to be practical and logical and realistic. And when there's an argument between your mind and your heart, follow your heart where your heart is there your treasure is also
0: yes (laughs) it's so true and you are a living example of that in everything that you do you mentioned legacy and this thought came up uh as you said that that mr brown doesn't he is living his legacy not leaving a legacy but you're living it pouring it in to so many and Last night in class, you made a statement. You said that you you were not going to go out of this world with regrets. And that really spoke to me last night. Uh, My motto or my husband's and my motto together. Part of our uh, direction in life is that we will say to each other, no regrets. And so that really hit me when you said that last night. And I think about the legacy that you're living, not just leaving, and that you're living without regrets. There's a lot of people out there, Mr. Brown, that oh, maybe the legacy they're living, they're regretting, right? Or they're thinking about that which they would be leaving and they're regretting. What, what do you have to say to those people out there who they're, they have regrets and they wanna get rid of them? What do they do?
1: Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Nothing works unless you work. And when you are willing to do the work, it says commit thy works. That's inner work and outer work. Mm -hmm. That's what you're doing. Inner work. Seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you." The reason that most people are not doing the greater work is because they don't know who they are. We're living in a time Mm. where technology algorithms know more about us than we know about ourselves because most of us don't take the time to get to know who we are. Mark Twain said, the two most important days in your life, the day that you're born and the day that you realize why you were born. Yes. And most people don't take the time to know that. Adam, where are you? That was not a location question. (laughs) He wanted Adam to know, hey, look, you made in my likeness an image. You've been given authority and dominion over everything on the face of the earth. Where are you? What are you doing with it? And it's a, a question that we all have to deal with continuously throughout our lives. Life is a question and how we live our lives is the answer.
0: Can you say that again, that last part?
1: Life is a question and how we live our lives is the
0: answer. That is beautiful, that is beautiful. And no matter where we are in our life, We can make a new decision right there and then and live it differently.
1: Yes. Yes. We make decisions and our decisions make us. Yes.
0: That is so beautiful. And I see the decisions that you're making all the time and investing and empowering so many of us. I'm one of them. You're here with me today, investing in me and all those that are watching when you invest in people you're putting your legacy into them i'm receiving from the legacy of mr les brown right now as is everybody else that is here and you are truly exemplifying and showing us mirroring for us how to live without regrets and how to do the work and one more question you stated of the, this was another one of your classes that I was in. Oh, I did a post on it immediately, Mr. Brown. Uh, I was reaching out to people left and right because it was so impactful. You said, tick-tock, tick-tock, the clock is ticking. Do you remember that when you said that?
1: Yes, yes. Life has no duplicate. Tick-tock, tick-tock. The clock is ticking. We all have an appointed time to leave here. Nobody's figured out how to get out of life alive. Michael Jackson had this big promotion. They spent millions of dollars on marketing. And the theme was, this is it. But it was not the it that he had in mind. I remember when I was married to Gladys Knight and I was the captain of the midnight train to Georgia. I'm no longer there now. (laughs) (laughs) But I heard Frank Sinatra say we're, we're at Caesar's palace. He said to a young man, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. And the way I approach my life now, I only put things off for tomorrow that I don't mind dying in me today. Wow. As my mother would say, put that in your pipe and smoke it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is powerful. Well, when you made that statement, I know that the whole class was affected. You were talking about, you were, debating as to whether you were i think you were going to do a live and you were debating as to whether you were going to do a live and then you heard what you said you felt was the voice of god saying tick tock tick tock you gotta get it and then there was a man whose life was saved because of that he was he was at the end of his rope and once again you made a conscious choice to get up and do it, even though your body was tired. And, and everybody would say, oh yeah, you have a right. You, have a, uh, you might have a reason, but I'll say it this way. We might, we might have a reason, but we don't necessarily have a right. And if you had taken your reason and stayed down, who knows what would have happened to that young man. But because you went live,
1: Yeah, he He said he sat on the side of his bed, and he told it the other night on a clubhouse. and had a gun to his head, and he heard my voice and decided not to pull the trigger. Only God.
0: And only God. And because you chose to listen to the tick, tick, tick and get up.
1: Get up. I heard this voice say, get up and go on. Man. Don't worry, you're not getting paid for it. I've already paid you in full. You're still here. Get, <laughs> up. Get your behind up now. Mm-hmm. I, think I gave you a voice. That voice is for me to do my work. Get up. Yes. I say, yes, sir.
0: <laughs> I got up. <laughs> and talk about doing his work. There was a life that was changed. Saved, yes. transformed, yes. and now because of technology and the empowerment of using our voice that you've taught us, he's on Clubhouse and I'm sure many other platforms, sharing that story, and and empowering and changing and touching the lives of so many all over. And it's like dominoes, isn't it, Mr. Brown? It just keeps going and just keeps going.
1: Yes, that's why we have to multiply our voices, doing what you're doing. We we, we are enrolling other people to share our vision at a time with so much divisiveness and evil and hatefulness. Evil prevails when good men and women do nothing. And, and when you do the work that you are supposed to do, the greater work, and I do the work that I'm supposed to do, we're bringing the light and to, dispel the darkness. We're bringing love. God is love. And he who dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in them. And we must be patient and know and trust and know that all things work together for good for those who love God and for those who are called according to his purpose. This stuff where we are now. This thing that we are going through now has not come to stay, it has come to pass.
0: So true. (laughs) Well, before we close up today and finish this broadcast, I wanna ask you if there's anything else that you have on your heart that you haven't been able to share. Is there anything that you wanna encourage the listeners with before we finish our broadcast today?
1: i would like to say to everyone that's listening to continue to listen to you why Mm -hmm. because what you listen to you turn into what you listen to you turn into for the first time in the history of the planet they're using algorithms on various platforms that can literally corrupt our thinking Mm manipulate and control what, believe, what we believe, what we see and how we conduct ourselves. The things that we see now are not happening in a vacuum. So keep thine eyes single. Listen to things that's positive, things that build you up, things that lift your spirit, things that help you to develop a hunger for God. You mm-hmm. <laughs> know mm-hmm. You put God first, you never come in second. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it.
0: <laughs> Mr. Brown, thank you so much. Well, I am strengthened and encouraged, and I know that everybody else that's watching and listening is as well. Thank you so much for sharing your life with us, your your story with us your voice with us and all of your wisdom because we need it and i always say this world needs changing and it's going to happen through world changers and that is simply you me us as we will step out and do the greater works so thank you so much for being here today and thank you everyone for coming to the pamela show where like i said we what. We learn and we grow together. Remember, you are here on purpose, with a purpose, by design, not by default. Keep being the salt and the light everywhere you go. See you next time.
3: Pamela Henkel is the founder of The Purpose Center. Pamela is a mindset mentor, author, speaker, minister, and transformation coach. Her weekly podcast, international radio show, and television show are a lifeline that changes lives and inspires people to discover their individual potential through realizing their purpose by design. Pamela is a natural motivator and has shown many how to find their niche and transform their lives. Although success is an uphill battle, Pamela gives the necessary strategies to flourish, cheering you on every step of the way. Pamela shares from her personal experiences, education, and life as a woman in leadership, utilizing decades of knowledge, taking the approach of let's have coffee and chat. She will awaken your dreams and purpose by design. Are you ready for Pamela to help guide you? Email us at PurposeWPamela.Office at gmail.com or go to her website at PurposeWithPamela.com.